Hello and welcome to John's Author Diary for the week ending March the 4th, 2018. I think this is starting to become a catchphrase, but I've had a really busy week. I've been working really hard to try and get this draft of Blind Gambit finished. Now, last week I mentioned there was something slowing me down with the draft. The book's outlined in quite a bit of detail, so I know that the story itself is fine. But what I was finding is when I flipped between the real world and the virtual world within the story, it was really slowing me down because my main character's blind and is able to see the virtual world in all its vividness. But in the real world, I'm having to use different central cues, so it's taking me a lot to think about how I'm writing these chapters. And because I was following the outline, I was flipping between these different ways of writing, these different mindsets, and I changed it up this week. Now, I think last week I was just approaching the midpoint. I think I was somewhere around scene 23, 24. I'm at a point now where I've only got three scenes left to write. So making this little change in ordering my scenes. So I wrote all the real world scenes together and then I'm writing all the virtual world scenes now. Doing that has meant that I've written about 24, 25 scenes this week, which is quite amazing. So I'm hoping that I should have the first draft done on Monday. There's three more scenes to write. They're quite long scenes. They're the climax of the story within the virtual world. So I know that they're going to be quite lengthy and detailed. But I'm hoping I can get at least the first draft of those done on Monday. And then I'm going to have a few days off, maybe write a short story and get to the rewrite next Monday. In other news, I've been invited to be a part of Morecambe's Steampunk Festival as an author. I'm going for a meeting with the organiser of that on Wednesday, so... Who knows what that will entail, but I'm really looking forward to getting involved in things like that, involved in festivals and conventions and that kind of thing. I feel that they're a really good way to meet other authors and reach out to new fans, so I'm really excited about getting involved with that. I carried on with my Udemy course on editing this week as well and finished that. Now, I'm not sure how much this will actually add to my fiction writing, but for my freelance journalism, I think it's going to be really helpful just to kind of think about the way I structure articles and things like that. I mean, I'm at a point now with my freelance career that I am winding it down. I'm only taking commissions now by invite, so I'm not chasing around trying to pitch ideas. So it's nice to do that because it is a different style of writing. It is much more immediate. And I think it's good just to keep one foot in the door with places like The Guardian just in case, for some reason, this author thing doesn't work out for me. I was out with Digit the other day, just going for a walk, and I had a great idea for a series of science fiction novellas, which I'll add to the list. I said to myself, I'll work on it once I've got the fourth book of the Wasteland series done, the Black Death series, two fantasy series, and a space opera series that I've got planned. (laughs) I've sent off the briefs for the cover for Wasteland Book 4, so that is going to happen. I've got an outline, I'll have a cover. I've also ordered a cover for the first book in the epic fantasy series, which I feel like I've been world building for far too long. I think before I even started writing Wizard of the Wasteland, but having the cover there will mean I will write it. I'll have something to aim for. I've carried on reading Herman Hesse's The Glass Bead Game. Now, I've really enjoyed this book. I think last week I was a bit down on it because of the introduction, the prologue, which took over an hour to get through and didn't even introduce us to the main character or any characters. But now I'm into it, I really like what the author's doing. It's put together a bit like a historical treatise on this person. So there's conjecture, there's quotes, there's threads of uncertainties, and I think that's really cool. So it's quite satirical. It's about religion and institutions and academia especially. So it's worth a read. I've got about four hours left. It's not the most dynamic of books in terms of action or anything like that. But if you like a book that'll make you think, then it's a good read. 
As well as that, I also read a really cool Philip K. Dick story. This one was called The Commuter. And this is a kind of alternate history story, I guess you call it, a kind of parallel universe tale where a potential history comes into existence seven years after the event that meant that it shouldn't have happened. And so this is about the appearance of a town and a community, but this town shouldn't exist. And it appeared from nowhere as if it was always there. And so it's that classic kind of Philip K. Dick story where it just messes with your head enough to leave you wondering what's going on. And that was in his Electric Dreams collection, which I've been working through. So do check that out. Finally, I've had a question from E.M. Swift Hook, who asks, how does your interest in art connect to your writing? That's a good question. I've not really thought about that before. I guess I've always had a kind of creative drive. And over the years, this has manifested in many different ways. When I was growing up, this meant playing guitar or creating computer games on my Commodore 64. As I got older, this meant painting and doing things like performance art. And then over the last few years, this has meant writing fiction. And now I don't really see these as separate things. They're all part of the same kind of creative drive that I have. And they all satisfy the same itch. I get very twitchy if I don't write or if I don't create something. And I think one of my biggest frustrations I used to have in full-time work was that whatever I was doing, I felt like I was wasting my time. In terms of how it figures into my work, if you're talking about art in the visual arts sense, I mean, one thing it taught me was to not go with your first idea, to sketch. So with characters, for example, I'll do a sketch. And then when I do this, this will be in the sense of I will write a short story with that character to get their voice, to get their feel. It's also taught me just to do stuff, just to get on with things, to not wait around for someone else to give you the go ahead. You know, I ran my own art magazine about a decade ago and put on exhibitions and organise music festivals and things like that. And this is why I'm an indie author, because I don't want people to tell me what to write, what to do, how to do it. I'm in control of this, and if I mess up, then it's on me. And so that kind of DIY spirit of just getting out there, doing it, kind of a bit of a punk feel, in the sense I've got no interest in seeking an agent or trying to impress an editor at a conference. My thing is I want to write books, I want people to read them, and then I want to write more books and have more people read them, and so on, and so on. And so I suppose it puts in me this workman-like production where I don't sit around waiting for a muse, I just get on with it. And then when I'm happy with the state of the text, then it goes for a professional edit. So I know that what I'm putting out is of a sufficient quality. So if you have any questions, please email john at johncronshaw.com. That's J-O-N-C-R-O-N-S-H-A-W. You can follow me on Twitter, it's at jlcronshaw. And I'm on Facebook, it's John Cronshaw Author. If you haven't done so already, you can download Addict of the Wasteland, which is the prequel to my Wasteland series for free. Simply go to tinyurl.com slash getmyprequel and the story will be delivered to your inbox. So until next time, cheerio. (laughs) 